Alrighty, good morning everybody. Uh, Mark Tackett here today with John David Benford again. Thankful he's here with me this morning. And uh, today's a little bit different, but I, it's what I was drawn to talk on this week. Uh, not an expert, but uh, it's interesting. And I just, uh, the the purpose is that, that maybe the Lord would speak to you through through His Word. Uh, and it's, it's out of the book of Daniel. Uh, the book of Daniel is a book that there's some things I read many, many years ago, and I didn't really understand, but I knew that they were very significant. Uh, one thing that, that uh, Daniel is maybe one of the most respected people in the Bible, and, and to back that up, in the Daniel chapter 10, uh, it uh in verse 11, this is an angel speaking to Daniel that was sent to him. It says, Daniel, you who are you who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the words I'm about to speak to you and stand up. So Daniel is receiving this message that's being sent to, to him from heaven through an angel. And he refers to Daniel as you who are highly esteemed. Uh, highly esteemed is Daniel's highly esteemed from heaven, from God. Uh, that is saying something that someone that is highly esteemed, and that that just refers to who Daniel is, who his character is, how he's lived his life, and uh, and and how he's respected through the heavens. And uh, but today we're gonna focus on chapter 12 and I'm basically going to read this whole chapter and there are things in this chapter that I believe have significance uh, to my belief uh, that I built my life upon my my belief that uh, how life plays out because God speaks this to Daniel because Daniel is a he Daniel is pre pre-Jesus in that he uh, lives during a time before Jesus was born and came upon the earth. I, I'm not quite sure the number of years, but it's a long time. So Daniel was looking forward to the coming of Christ where Christ, in my life, Christ has already come. And I look back at that time, Daniel uh, had, was not privileged to to have seen that the, the things that Jesus did or the things that he taught. So he was looking forward to that time. So Daniel chapter 12, I'm just going to read through it as quickly as I can. It says, At that time Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such as not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, will be delivered. Multitudes who sleep in the dust on the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, close, close up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end. Many will go here and there to increase knowledge. Uh, I was going to read it all, but I think I'll stop there because there's a bulk of things to, to point out. Uh, 
it, it talks about at that time, and it actually specifies uh, the angel who uh, protects your people will arise, and his name is Michael. He's an archangel. What do you know about Michael? This know, comes uh, powerful, strong, powerful, um, probably terrifying. Right. Uh, he's he's one of the archangels, mm. and my knowledge, and I'm not an expert mm. on this. You may know more about this than I do, but I know Michael's an archangel, and Gabriel is. Mm. Those are two. And at one time, Satan, Lucifer, was an archangel until he rebelled. Mm. Uh, the so Michael uh, is is spoken of. And it says, there will be a time of distress such as not happened from the beginning in nations until then. I personally don't know specifically exactly what time that's referring to because there's been a lot of times in history when the Jews have almost been annihilated. If we think about the Holocaust of World mm. War II, it, there were six million at least Jews that were, were killed just because mm. they were Jews. Uh, this could be speaking to a time that hasn't even happened yet. Uh, and I believe that's what, in my mind, what that's referring to. This is still speaking a time that we haven't witnessed yet. Uh, uh, John David, before we started this morning, we are just talking mm. about what's going on in Israel currently. Mm. with the And you were talking about the Iron Dome. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, it's wild. I mean, you can see videos... Um, especially if you're on Twitter, you can see videos all over social media just of they're kind of hard to find because um, our super unbiased media isn't really reporting anything from inside Israel. It's all coming from the Muslim side, which is outstanding and as it's just it's wild to me. Um, but you see all these videos coming from like people from inside Jerusalem and Tel Aviv and that are watching all of these missiles and, and explode over their heads. And it's just like, like, I know that it's technology. I know that it's um, their missile defense system, but it's almost just like God is just flicking these missiles yeah. straight out of midair. It's like and it's, Star it's, it's, Wars. it's incredible. Yeah. Well, so it's, uh, I think, you know, I didn't pick this out. It was, I feel like the Lord drew, drew me to read and go over this, maybe to help someone uh, but it, it talks about, but at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book will be delivered. Now, I think that's really significant because it's referred to as the book of life. And that if you want your name to be written in this book, and the only way that it's written in this book is if you accept Jesus Christ. And if your book name is written in this book, you will be delivered. Is that what it means to you? Yeah, I mean, it, it does. I mean, I think that, you know, whether it's, I think it's talking about the Lamb's Book of Life, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the New Testament tells us that that if we become a child of God and we're saved by grace, then we're, then we're or if you're in the Old Testament and you walk into a relationship with the Lord that is founded on faith and you're declared righteous by that faith that the Messiah is coming, then then you are in the Lamb's Book of Life. And, and I, I firmly believe that your name is eternally etched in that stone and and that if it's in there then then you'll be with god right. for eternity the if we can get to it a little bit later in this yeah. chapter it's it's going to refer to that book and how yeah. that is actually 
played out. Uh, it says, this is significant also, verse 2, multitudes who, sl who sleep in the dust of the earth will, be will awake. Okay? Multitudes who sleep in the dust on the earth will awake. Some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Uh, whoa, that's, uh, that's speaking of, of what happens after this life that, you know, we have a loved one that passes away and we go through a, mm -hmm. through a service. We bury them in the ground. And if you'll go to a cemetery, it will, a lot of times it will say at rest. Yeah. And uh, so it, this is talking about a time where multitudes who sleep in this dust of the earth will awake. Uh, and then it says, some to everlasting life and others to shame and everlasting contempt. What do you think, John David? I mean, it says it right there, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it does. I, I, I don't know that we need to get into high level. Um, well, just real gray, simple. Gray area theology yeah. about it. But yeah, it's real simple. I mean, it's when when the day comes, mm -hmm. when, when the Lord defeats however you want to get there from whatever theology of, of rapture or the end times you want to take the end is the same right we see the end that, that jesus conquers death he is victorious and then it tells us again revelation that this is what's going to happen that people are going to rise and so all those that have passed away before that time they will rise and be with the lord right and those if, who don't if yeah you, yes yes if. and those who haven't committed to that relationship um it says they will not the others <laughs> yes they you're what will happen is you will uh, have everlasting shame and everlasting contempt. Uh, that's uh, that. Those are hard words, but that's that's what it says. Verse uh, three says, "Those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever." This is speaking to someone who lives their life in a way to to be obedient to mm -hmm. God that but in doing that you're wise uh, I guess the thing comes to my mind that has nothing to do with what the world terms as success mm -hmm. uh, of having a lot of money in the bank mm -hmm. uh, it's it, living a wise life uh, and being successful by the by the world's ideas or especially by American ideas has nothing necessarily to do with each other um, but this is talking about those really who who lead others to Christ mm -hmm. um, because it because it says and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever verse 4 says but you Daniel close up and seal the words of the scroll until the time of the end many will go here and there to increase knowledge we I read this 40 years ago, and, I, and even the understanding of what this was saying was clear at that time. Uh, and, and what I've heard some folks uh, say and teach is that the, the seal is, is being broken now, and the understanding of what was revealed to Daniel back then is becoming more clear every day that we live. And the... Uh, and it's just a few words, but they're really significant. It says, many will go here and there 
uh, to increase knowledge. If you break that down, uh, other versions will say many will will travel, will uh, go here and there, and and knowledge will increase. Well, if 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 we look back in time, maybe even just say a hundred years ago, which is a very short span mm-hmm. compared to the what we know as man's existence, uh, people did not travel very far. There were mm-hmm. there were people that never ventured out of their own county in their lifetime because of the they just didn't. Uh, they didn't travel like people do today. They didn't hop on a plane and have the ability to travel from here mm-hmm. to the Caribbean or to Florida or to Israel or Europe. People travel now, it's just incredible that what, yeah. what's taken. And the amount of knowledge, the amount of knowledge, I, I can't give you the exact, because I didn't study that, but I've heard it quoted that knowledge now is increasing, doubling in, in volume mm-hmm. in very, very short time periods, like just maybe a year knowledge is doubling because of computers mm-hmm. and uh Never in our known history has has that been going on. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's wild. I mean, I was watching like a mini documentary yesterday, actually. Um, did you know that people didn't even have surnames until like three or four hundred years ago? Hmm. I mean, like like on a global expense, like it was about England and how England didn't even have last names um, until until there was a need for people to start going off and getting jobs in new towns. Right. Um, and so if you're never leaving your town, there's no need for you to have a surname because you're just John David, son of John. I mean, you're, right. there's, there's no need for it. And so our, our, our world on, on a, like if you, you look in, you, you want to take like a recorded history of human existence. It's, I don't know, 6,000 years or so of recorded human history, 4,000 years, whatever. Right. Um, the amount of, and I think that those are very, they're, they're obviously connected, the, the mm-hmm. world travel and the knowledge and just the amount of stuff that we have learned since maybe 100 years ago, right. you, you know, and I'm not sure that it's, it's, it's good that we know more, it's good that we learn, it's good that we become more intelligent, but... I'm not so sure that intelligence and knowledge are as deeply intertwined as maybe we think they should be. Right, is wisdom. Is <clears throat> wisdom, wisdom, correct, and truth. Right, but and so the significance that really needs to be brought out of here is not that, not that people are traveling more or, or that knowledge is increasing, but that in this chapter 12 of Daniel, that this angel is giving Daniel for through Daniel, a glimpse to us to know that when these things are going to happen, it's going to happen in a time when when travel is increased and knowledge is increased. That is when the this seal will start to open up and these things that this angel is revealing to Daniel will start to be revealed. So we, to me, I believe we live in these times. Uh, in, I'm going to go ahead and read some more. In verse 5 it says, Then I, Daniel, looked, and there before me stood two others, 
one on this bank of the river and one on the opposite bank. One of them said to the man clothed in linen, who was above the waters of the river, how long will it be before these astonishing things are fulfilled? The, and just the significant thing is that the river is more than likely the Tigris River. Uh, uh, and uh, the man clothed in linen, I believe linen represented, I don't, I don't remember, but it was something significant. It, uh, do you have anything out of that little stretch, John David? Uh, I mean, I'm not... This is parts of scripture where I it's 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 really easy for me to make bold statements and claims. Like I could say, oh, this is who this is, or you know, my guess would be linen represents purity, which would right. draw me to thinking that oh, it's maybe it's maybe it's Jesus, but um, or Elijah or somebody along those lines. But I I don't know, so right. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Verse seven said, "The man clothed in linen, who, linen, who was above the waters of the river, lifted his right hand and his left hand toward heaven, and I heard him swear by him who lives forever, saying, It will be a time, times, and a half time, when the power of the holy people has been finally broken. All these things will be completed." Verse eight. I heard, but I did not understand. So I asked my Lord, what will be the outcome of all this be? So Daniel didn't, he was, he, this was shared with him. He was witness of it, but he didn't understand. Uh, but the, the, the being that was above the waters that was clothed in linen, uh, uh, he swore, he made an oath uh by the one who lives forever, which would be God. Yeah. Uh, it, and then he says it would be a time, times, and a half time. Uh, a time is one year, a times is two years, and a half time is a half a year. So that represents three and a half mm -hmm. years. We, I think everybody agrees on that. It, and then it says, when the power of the holy people has been finally broken, all these things will be completed. Mm -hmm. That is something that's always haunted me a little bit because we want to think that good wins, mm -hmm. uh, but that's not what it says. Um, there, there are different versions that say, this says broken. I've heard it said in other versions a lot of times uh, reference being scattered. Uh, what does yours say? Uh, it's verse, uh, it's right. In, in a seven? Verse seven. Um, it will go on for a time, times and half time when the shattering of the holy people has finally come to an end. All these things will have happened. Right. And so this is referring to a time and it's, it's, it's God's word. Uh, so this is why we need to be prepared through this process. But it talks about a time when God's people are broken, shattered, scattered. Uh, it's... Uh, it is what it is, um, but it's talking about a a, a time and uh, uh, sometime in the future. This, this has not happened yet because we're all still here. Uh, so verse eight said, 
I heard, but I did not understand. So I asked, my Lord, what will the outcome of this be? So this is Daniel. He's saying, Lord, I don't, what, I don't understand. what will the... And verse 9, he replied, Go, the Lord replied, Go your way, Daniel, because the words are closed up and sealed until the time of the end. Many will be purified, made spotless and refined, but the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. I'm going to stop there and, and comment on that. The, it says many be, will be purified, made spotless and refined. Uh, this is talking about people going through a refining process, mm -hmm. a purification process. The purpose of it is so that we as a people are fit for the Lord when He comes mm -hmm. back, that we are clean, we are, we are right with, with, with God the Father, mm -hmm. and it's brought about not through good times, mm -hmm. it's brought about through a purification process. I know that right now I run across a lot of people that they are, their world is changing and they are just anxious, they're scared, they're very uncomfortable, mm -hmm. But it's through that, that is a refining mm -hmm. process. And through that refining process, I believe that we as humans either draw closer to the Lord or we, we numb out on, on some, some mm -hmm. type of sin that yeah. just tries to provide, provide us some type of fake, you know, an idle uh, comfort. Uh, but it's, it's God's Word. Uh, and uh, but he told Daniel just to go his own way, go your way, because the words are closed and sealed. They God was using Daniel to speak about the very, very end time uh, that it it appears we could be approaching. Uh, and it says many will be purified and made spotless and refined, but it says but the wicked will continue to be wicked. None of the wicked will understand, but those who are wise will understand. And I hear a lot of people today say, I just don't know how, why they can't see this this way mm -hmm. or that. And I, I think that answers that pretty mm -hmm. simply. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's much easier to understand the significance and the need for godly wisdom and grace when you're on that side of things, you know, mm -hmm. like, like a after you've received grace, it is very easy to understand, Hey, I needed that. Or right. after you've been a part of a life of living in godly wisdom, you understand, Hey, I need more godly wisdom. But unless you've seen it, unless you've been a part of it, unless you've grown up in that it, it, it is, it's really hard to sin is very convincing. Mm -hmm. Right. Verse, uh, verse 11 says, uh, from the time the daily sacrifice is abolished and the abomination that causes desolation is set up, there will be 1,290 days. Blessed is the one who waits for and, and reaches the end of the 1,335 days. Uh, that's probably something we're probably not going to go real deep no. into because we, we this is something that at some point in time in history, whether it's us or our children, our grandchildren, they somebody will witness this and this is uh this will talks about um at least the everyone that i've i've read talks about 
that the the Antichrist will put his image in the temple after the temple's mm-hmm. restored in in Israel and uh, require everybody to worship him. Uh, it's like Satan mm-hmm. being set up in our in front of our church and and we're to bow down and yeah. worship him. Uh, but it's you know the 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 warning here is that when these things are happening in this maybe at a time when when we're not here but you are not to to bow down and worship this you are mm-hmm. to 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 get to go to heaven you got to yeah. it may be a it be a hard time it will yeah. not be an easy time to be alive and then verse 13 says as as for you talking to Daniel go your way till the end you will rest Okay, that's referring, you will, you will die, you will be laid, mm-hmm. put to rest. And then at the end of days, you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. Uh, I think this is really significant. He's telling Daniel, you will rest, you will die, you will be put mm-hmm. to rest. And at the end of the days, at the very end of the days, you will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. Couldn't be more simple than that. Yeah. Uh, John David, how does that affect your life? To read that, does it make it? Is there significance in? in I'm, I know there is, yeah. but I just want to hear you say what it is. Uh, I mean, it tells me two things. Um, I mean, da- Daniel asks twice, right? He says, "Hey, I need more. I need more. I need mm-hmm. to know what's going on." And both times, um, kind of like. When when God's talking to Paul later on, it's like, hey, you don't you don't need to know this. Like this is not for you to know. Just trust me. That's hard, isn't it? Yeah, and 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 it's almost like it's a blessing. When, when, when it's hard for us to understand that, but when we ask God, give me more information, give me more information. Just think about what you would do with that information. Like if Daniel knew every detail on how the end of days was going to play out. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be able to sleep. Like, and and he's several thousand years away from it. But right, but he's yeah, yeah. he's being entrusted with some, with knowledge. Yeah. Why why do you, you know? To me, I think it's pretty obvious that Daniel was somebody mm-hmm. that God God trusted yes. because of how he lived his life. Uh, but Daniel is sharing to to. Mm-hmm. The generation that that's alive while these things are mm-hmm. happening, it's very it's like a key yeah. to to the mysteries, and they're going to be revealed yeah. during this time. The seal's going to be open. Mm-hmm. I never thought. I always thought of you've got this scroll, and then the seal's open, and then you read it all. It's it's. I believe it's that mm-hmm. that seal's coming apart, and that scroll is being revealed mm-hmm. as as time. Time goes on. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's, it's wild too. I mean, thinking of Daniel and the, the era that he's in at this point, right? By, by all indications, the Israelites may have thought, you know, that they were there, mm-hmm. right? The Messiah hadn't come yet, right? Um, so the Antichrist can't come yet. But, 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 but they don't know. They're in a very wild and scary time, right? I mean, their their temple's just been destroyed. Um, they're kind of in a hopeless situation. I mean, they're probably, right. I mean, Daniel's probably seeing these things and, 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 and wondering 
how it fits in in relation to where they're at now. But I mean, I think, you know, it's, it, it, it is comforting to me when, when I can just sit back and trust and it, it is hard. Right. But you know what, after just what you just said, John David, about they've, they've watched their, their city mm -hmm. be destroyed. Uh, Daniel is been exiled mm -hmm. to a, to Babylon. Uh, he was taken away mm -hmm. from his homeland. He will never go back. Yeah. He will live out his days in a, in a foreign country. He will still pray every day. He will go to his house and he will look towards Jerusalem and pray. Got him in trouble. Yeah. Uh, and so that would be, your world's been turned upside down. In here, the words are, there will be a time of distress such as not happened from the beginning yeah. in nations until then. And to me, this is speaking about a time that that is in the future yeah. still mm -hmm. of, of my life. And I'm thinking, whoa. That, that's even more wild and crazy than what he's witnessing right now. Right, which is about yeah. as, as big as it could possibly be. Because, I mean, their, their temple's been destroyed. Mm -hmm. The city of Jerusalem has been destroyed. He's been, his yeah. family, I mean, he's been cleaved from his family. Mm -hmm. He is a young man yeah. that has been taken away from his mother, his father. Maybe they have been killed, you know, yeah. uh, and uh, in being put into a program to basically brainwash mm -hmm. and adopt a whole new uh, culture mm. that is completely foreign to the way he was raised and the way that he was brought mm. up. But yet uh, his character and God blesses him through mm. that. He, and he, he never shows any bitterness towards mm -hmm. what's happened in his life. No uh, anger at God for what he's had to go through. Um, and uh, anyway, so I don't know. I, I really uh, respect Daniel out of, out of all the people in the Bible. He's one of my favorites. Uh, that uh, what we get, the part that we get of, uh, to witness about his life. Yeah, I, I think that he just, he, he lived a life reflective of what was communicated to him in that last verse. Mm -hmm. He understood, hey, I'm just going to go about my business. Yeah. Someday I'm going to die. But you know what? It, it's not going to be forever. And, and you know, God is going to bring me back to life and I'm going to spend eternity with him. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that that is, that is the promise that's found in the New Testament gospel. And that's the reason we're doing this ministry and sharing with people and it's, this is a wild time. I mean, like we're, we're, we're walking into like this week is, uh, we, we couldn't decide what day this week it was, but, um, this week is the, the independence week, right. Of, of, of Israel becoming a nation again, which from, from, if I'm right, like from the time of Daniel all the way until after world war two, there was nothing there. It was, they were not a nation. Or am I missing a period in there? Uh, you talking about Israel? Yes. They they were you know from Daniel yeah. to World War Two. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Yeah. So from from the time of Daniel, him watching, you know, his his generation watching their their nation be destroyed, all the way until post Holocaust. Well, no, the, the uh, 
I, I, I can't remember right now. I think they came, they, uh, they, they became a nation again. Again, okay. But, but still for over 2,000 years. Right, yeah. right. Um, but anyway, this speaks to, I believe it speaks to us today. Mm -hmm. it's in, uh, so the purpose of, of it, bringing this up and to study these words is to realize the significance that really for each of us, these words would, would apply to me mm -hmm. just as they applied to Daniel. Uh, because it's, it's not Daniel speaking, it's, it's the, the, the angel that was in linen mm -hmm. that had come to speak to Daniel in the very last verse of the book of Daniel, it says, As for you, which would speak to me also, go your way till the end. Uh, so that means live my life all the way to the end. I will, I will rest unless I'm alive when the Lord returns. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of days, I will rise to receive your allotted inheritance. Um, the, you know... I don't believe that there's any true atheist. I think if you're an atheist, you believe in, in something. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, that we just have to understand that, that God is real mm -hmm. and that uh, he has reward for us. And his first reward is just the acceptance of his son into our lives. That's just, uh, just can't, uh, stress enough how important that is uh, because there's our existence is eternity uh, one way or the other uh, I, I heard explained one time that eternity is a dot with a line going from that dot with an arrow uh, and this life is just a, a small part uh, so you could draw a line up and down soon after the dot but eternity is in is in infinity with that era never never stopping and and uh, we need to accept that um, and it's not through intellect but it's through yeah. through revelations through faith yeah. it's uh, God drawing us and us just laying down our lives and just saying, oh God, I'm, I'm sorry for what I've done and, and invite Jesus into your heart because he's already paid for our sins. Um, that's, that's the most powerful and, and eternity-changing decision that anybody can make. Yeah. Uh, John David, what would you have to add? Uh, I mean, the world is in a wild place right now. Um, I, I say that the... The pieces of the end times puzzle are probably, obviously, they're they're more put together than they've ever been put together, but that doesn't mean that they are yet. Right. Um, and so, I don't know when the end times are going to be. I don't know. Um, I don't know at what point we're going to get to a place where we're in a time of anguish greater than any in existence. I don't know if we're in that place right now. I don't know if we live in a time that's more far gone than, you know, maybe parts of the Middle Ages right. or, you know, the Crusades or um, the Holocaust. I'm not going to compare the strife that I have in my life to to the right. Holocaust, but um, I think that our world as a whole, 
looking at what's going on in, in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv and Israel right now and the, the, the evil in our own country, the evil in China, the evil in Russia, right. um, the evil in every country in the world, it's going to get worse. Um, but the good news is um, the same encouragement that's given to Daniel, go your way. You're going to rest if you know Jesus, if you trusted him with, with salvation, with your life. You're going to rise again, um, and the place that you rise is going to be going to be good, infinitely and eternally better than anything you could have ever imagined, yeah. and you're, you're going to be okay if you know Jesus. Right. The, uh, I'm just quoting by memory one of the scriptures I, I, that I may have went over last week, but it says, No eye has seen nor ear heard the things that God has in store for those that love him. Um, to love him would be to accept him and live yeah. your life for him. Uh, God has prepared wonderful things, and and it's it's not just this life when we leave here. He he will come along beside us in this life, and and we have access to peace and joy regardless of the circumstances. Yeah. And so leave leave us with that today, peace and joy. John David, would you like to close this? I would. Please? God, thank you so much for today. I thank you for um, just this wild um, revelation you gave to Daniel. Um, I, I know that so many people in the church, so many of your children, just just look to um, look to the sky like the Magi, just waiting and waiting and waiting for um, the end times to come. Um, I don't know what the order is going to be like, God. I don't know what the the rapture process, the the method that you take us home, we don't know for sure. But God, I know that that you have paved a way through your son Jesus um, so that, that we don't have to worry about it. We're going to die. It's going to happen. At some point, we're going to be removed from this life, whether it's by your hand or by its um, of a physical nature, God. But we know that you that you have secured a place for us in eternity to be with you, that all we have to do is trust in your son, that all we have to do is believe that he died for our sins and accept that grace. And God, I just ask that, that as we look to um, the future, as we get excited about coming to be home with you, um, that we would remember that we're already home with you, that you already reside inside of us. Um, and even though we're on this shorter side of eternity, God, that, that we don't have to wait um, to enjoy a relationship with you that's that's already offered to us. And God, if you never do anything else for us, you've already done more than enough. And I am so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful for um, your call in, in all of our lives to, to do ministry. That's the greatest part of this life outside of, of being with my own family. God, I love you. Mark loves you. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen.